the crunchy crunchies going on this morning because I don't have on a shirt that has a place to put the mic. So um, I'll do my best to keep it down. We'll see what happens. No, every time I breathe, you can hear it. <laughs> not put it on quite so much. You know, not grab so much fabric. See if that helps. The vicissitudes of life. So welcome this morning on our second full day. Even if you're somebody that's been here for six weeks, you weren't here in this configuration for the last six weeks. So in many ways, it's new for us all, and we are all still landing and arriving and gathering and all of that. So to begin with this morning, I'm going to give you some announcements. And as many of you know, the first couple of days of a retreat, it's just like download, 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 download. A lot of information, a lot of energy. Yeah, so just be with all of that. It's actually um, between all of that that goes with beginning a retreat and this being a long retreat, whether it's three months or six weeks, um, you're in the midst of a real Ph.D. opportunity <laughs> for practice. Yeah, so just let that in and, and, and have some gratitude for that. Yeah. Okay, so today the practice meetings are beginning. Um, I've been instructed to remind you that they are not optional, that we really uh, want to see you at the assigned time. Um, and it's an opportunity, as you all know, for this real attention on your practice, both with yourselves and us, um, and a way to offer a more individualized support for whatever's up in relationship to the practice. So they begin today. Uh, they are posted um, Hmm. A clarification I didn't get was that today and tomorrow we'll be seeing P1 people or after today? I think everybody will be mixed. Okay, okay. Half the today. Okay, so we'll, by tomorrow when the, when the uh, sign-ups go up, not the sign-ups, but when, the, uh, when it goes up for this evening, between today and tomorrow, all of you will be seen by one of us. This afternoon... Um, Shelly is going to begin doing sign-ups, and they'll be doing three to four sign-ups. Um, and so you can check in on the board. And the sign-ups, if you have a meeting with a teacher, leave the sign-ups for Shelly for people that aren't being seen that day. So don't sign up to see Shelly if you're already in a teacher practice meeting that day. There have been a few... Uh, questions or comments or, or thoughts about um, protocol if you're meeting with Bonte. And in his words, meeting with me is like meeting with any other teacher. No need to do anything special. Yeah, so just the thing to know 
if you're meeting with Bonte is that while you're there with him, the door will be open. So that's a little bit different. Um, and if you're somebody that has practiced um, in Asia or in, in, in monasteries that you've practiced around a lot of monastics, if part of your practice is to, to bow, please feel free to do that. But that is not required or requested. Thank you to the person that signed up to be the 10 o'clock practice leader. Also beginning today, well, not beginning, it's only going to be, well, maybe other times too, but the first uh, posture clinic is going to be today at 4.30 in here. So that's something to uh, possibly put on the actions you might want to take in terms of fine-tuning or any questions that you have. Also today, beginning today, mindful movement at 2.45, And that will be downstairs in the downstairs walking room. Another piece to uh, supporting practice that's going to happen today is we're going to put out a basket, I believe it is, outside of here, where you can write down any questions related to practice that you may have and put them in the basket. The basket will be out until lunchtime, so we'll be taking it in at lunchtime. Just knowing that um, many times it's impossible to respond to all the questions that come, and maybe there won't be that many. That would be great. <laughs> means you've decided to just sit with it and investigate, see what it means for you. But in any case, uh, the basket will be out, and um, we will be picking it up at 12 o'clock. So just let me see. Yes, I think that's it for the announcements. So our second day of uh, morning instruction and just really allowing yourself to be present with the download without trying to understand it, figure it out, just letting the energetic of the Dhamma words hit you, fall upon you, knowing that the greatest teacher and the most prevalent place of understanding comes from practice. So just allowing that, really relaxing around that and and, and, and allowing yourself to just be without expectation that there's something you have to get, something you have to learn, something you have to apply. Yeah, so as I make my offering both of a little bit of content as well as some guided instruction, yeah, to just relax into that. And as you may have noticed or may have peaked your ear I've said the word relax three times in that last five minutes. I mean it. Yeah, there's not a lot of um, cultivation of that being one of the key components, actually, for understanding and clarity to arise from. 
the relaxing also allows us to be nimble in relationship to um, allowing whatever is coming forward or rising to, to be there, as well as giving us the space of clarity of mind to know what is to be done or not done in relationship to any arising. So welcoming us to this moment of opportunity to practice this methodology for liberation. The opportunity to cultivate these qualities of mind and heart that can take us to freedom. This opportunity to become aware of the filters and know the liberating power of awareness. When awareness is open in the body, we tend to not get so lost in our heads. We don't get so confused by the flux of mental conditions and states of mind. It's a nonverbal awareness which is available all the time. The body holds the mind just as the mind contains the body. Feelings of loss, pain, joy, happiness are recorded actually in the tissues of the body as well as in the mind. In deep quietude, the mind can free the body of its holding. Just as in deep grounding and surrender, the body can unlock the deepest secrets of the mind. As we come more fully into the body, into an awareness of what is being felt, we awaken enough to our inner response to conditions to recognize what's needed. We follow the subtle messages received, feeling when we're out of harmony or heading in that direction. The awareness that something doesn't feel right or that something is out of tune becomes known to us. Mindfulness of the body is central to our insight practice. And one of those moments where there's a meeting of our practice with the world we live in where we are swimming upstream. This particular culture, I can only speak to the United States, but this culture here is oppositional. All kinds of happenings, all kinds of situations, all kinds of conditions that keep us operating, engaging with our lives from the neck up. Not centering the body. I know for me, the body is one of the wellspring places of information. I trust this body. I can't always trust this mind. Many of us live our lives trapped in a self-constructed prison of thoughts and concepts. 
We're shut off from awareness of our bodies. We can spend the whole day lost in thinking, unaware of mounting tensions in the body. When we suddenly notice the mounting stress and pain, it can be difficult to let it go and relax. The entirety of our experience of the world is known only through the body. In our meditation practice, it is essential to develop mindfulness of the six senses, and you'll be hearing more about that over the next couple of days. We're cultivating the ability to be with our sensory experience without being lost in it, clinging to it, or pushing it away. The body can only be in the present, not the past or the future. There is a wholesome healing quality to developing body awareness. Mindfulness has this natural quality that softens, relaxes, and encourages the release of tension, discomfort, and stress. We come to find that with practice, mindfulness of the body is well worth the time, the investment, and transforms our relationship with these bodies. As we develop our insight practice, our vipassana practice, and work with the entirety of our existence, we forge a direct experiential link between the different aspects of our being. Bhante was stressing this last night. The connections between the body and the breath, emotions and thoughts are an essential area of investigation and insight practice. And what we're doing now is cultivating the conditions where this investigation can be unencumbered by misperceptions and non-truths. By connecting our mental experience with our bodily experience, we develop powerful skills. Powerful skills for understanding ourselves, healing psychological problems, recovering from trauma, and relieving stress and suffering. We are learning a more holistic way to live in the world and with ourselves with greater awareness and acceptance of our inner and outer experience. This allows our natural qualities of wisdom and compassion to mature and inform our every thought, word, and action. The elements of the body mindfulness meditation is based on giving full attention, full attention to our present moment by attending closely to our direct experience, we come to understand the nature of things which are changing and impersonal. By bringing attention to the experience of being embodied, we can return to this experience over 
and over again. Such a focus that we return to again and again is, as Rebecca spoke to yesterday, the anchor or the primary focus. Staying with an anchor doesn't mean that the other sense experiences aren't happening. We will still notice them. But the willingness to keep noticing the anchor will help us develop the ability to stay more in the present moment. Working with this anchor, whether it be the breath, the body, sound, help us develop the ability to stay more in the present moment. It is an excellent way to help the attention to stay steady, steady, steady. As we continue on this journey of this retreat in this life with this practice. From one of the, uh, I'm not sure if it's a sutta or stories, but Brahmayu, a Brahmin youth, who followed the Buddha like a shadow for a time, observing his qualities and behavior, describes the Buddha's way of taking the meditative seat. And that quote is from Joseph Goldstein's book. Quote, he seats himself, cross-legged, sets the body erect, and establishes mindfulness in front of them. They do not occupy their mind with self-affliction or the affliction of others or the affliction of both. They sit with their mind set on their own welfare, on the welfare of others and on the welfare of both, even on the welfare of the whole world. So I'm going to offer some uh, guidance. And I was so thrilled last night when Bonte spoke about the element in relationship to her. That's also one of my favorite and most useful engagements. And this working with the elements of the body, the body as elements, is actually another way to strengthen or up-level or highlight the interconnectedness of all beings, including with the earth. It is something that we all share. Moving in to the element, meditation, Just wanting to also, you know, because to remind you that there's always the breath and there always is sound if the physical body has access to that. If there's not a challenge with the physical body in terms of hearing, there's always sound 
always the breath. So as we move today um, through the guided instruction or as you move through your day today or as we move through the days to come, there is always the steadiness and simplicity of the breath and the body for engagement with strengthening, growing, deepening, expanding, allowing our practices to envelop us and move us forward. So this process of breathing, only thing that's always, it's a vital function of the body. This breath also serving as an anchor of our intention. It's always present and functions as a stable foundation upon which we can develop our mindfulness and concentration. The breath has been my friend for all the years of practice. And I engage with other practices as well. But that's the steady one for me. So not suggesting that that has to be so or true for you. I know there was... A couple of years ago, I, there were some various medical stuff that I was navigating and dealing with, and I had this great anxiety about being in an MRI machine. The only thing that moved me through to get the information that the doctors needed was the breath. But the breath is also there as I said to you yesterday or the day before, when I was driving down the highway and noticed the colors of the trees, the air, the water. So a steady friend that really when the mind wanders, we can anchor ourselves in this home base of breath and body. It can become a refuge from the ravages of the unruly mind or even the challenges of the physical body. So as we enter in, turning the attention to the breath in an easy and natural way, allowing it to come without interference, using the sensation of the direct experience of the breath for as long as you can. Then each time that you notice the mind has wandered, return gently to focusing on the breath. Sitting and knowing that you are sitting. Examining the heart and mind to see their true nature and characteristics. Remembering that if you become too contracted or too constricted, because the breath is a subtle, can be a subtle anchor, there's always sound. 
sound, which again, we don't need to go out searching for. It just arises. Can be using sound and then returning the attention to the body, to the breath. Allowing them all to be just the way they are in this moment. So this environment that we live in, live in most, is the environment of the body and the environment oftentimes that we are least aware of until something goes awry. No expectation, we're not trying to get anywhere or do anything. Just in this moment, connecting the mind and the body together in the same place. Noticing is there a call for some adjustment of the body, supporting the body. Being kind and compassionate, not having to push through if there is a discomfort that can be relieved by maybe supporting the knee or unfurling the leg, all done mindfully and with awareness. Noticing that the body is not moving, perhaps. Turning our attention now towards the elements. First, connect with the felt sense of the earth element. Our solidness. Feeling the sense of heaviness of the body. The thickness of the body, the steadiness, the stillness, the feeling of the buttocks heavy on the chair or the cushion, the feeling of the pull of gravity on our bodies, the heaviness of the arms, Perhaps maybe there is a stiffness of the neck or the shoulders. This real experience of earth, body, not an idea or a concept, but a direct experience known from the inside. Then, connecting with the felt sense of the fire element. Bhante schooled us on that last night. Feeling the sense of temperature in the body. 
perhaps the experience of coolness, warmth, hot, cold. The changing temperature as the air comes into the body. And then when it leaves the body. Another function of this temperature allowing us to use, use and engage the nutrients in the body. The fire element. Now connecting with the felt sense of the water element. Feeling a sense of cohesion, of being held together. This binding quality. This too perhaps being a bit more subtle, maybe less easily directly experienced, or maybe it is right there for you. This water element allows the mass to hold form and shape. It is the blood, the lymph, the cellular fluids of the body. The water element. Heaviness, steadiness, stillness, coolness, warmth, hot, cold. Cohesion, binding, held together. Form and shape. Now connecting to the wind element. To the air element as vibrancy, as energy. Feeling into the sense of movement, movement of sounds, movement of sensations. Feeling into the sense of movement as the gentle movement of the breath in and out. Another one of the connections, all existence breathes. The trees breathe. 
the animals, the birds, the insects, even grass is breathing. Staying with and resting in this felt sense of this gentle movement of the breath. If by chance you're noticing that you're not connected to the body, just notice stillness of the body posture. Opening to the movement of sounds. Sensation. And back to the breath. Earth, fire, water, air. Where is the body now? Mind back to the same place as the body. I'm going to be quiet now for a bit. And you can work with uh, this practice of the elements. You can work with the breath. You can work with sound. You can work with the body posture, body sitting. Just exploring and being present for what is natural to your nervous system, what is helpful in this moment.
where is the body? Where is the mind? Body and mind together in one place at the same time. Breath, body posture, sound, earth, fire, water, air. Remember, return, anchor.
All four elements compose all matter and are always present. We can notice ourselves being hot or warm or cold and still there is the feeling of substance. There is kinesthetic input coming from the earth matter. We can feel the vibration of the air element in the body. The reality is there is only one truth and that is the truth of the present moment. When we can live in our body aware of what is occurring in the field of sensation, then we can be in touch with the basic reality of existence as it arises in the present. In a moment, I'm going to ring the bell. Even just noticing now, as I say those words, is there a response, a reaction? Was there too long a silence, too short a silence? What's present there? And before I ring this bell, going to offer a poem. Some of you have heard this before, especially if you've sat with me. An invitation to brave space. Together, we will create brave space because there's no such thing as safe space. We exist in the real world. We all carry scars and we have all caused wounds. In this space, we seek to turn down the volume of the outside world. We amplify voices that fight to be heard elsewhere. We call each other to more truth and love. We have the right to start somewhere and continue to grow. We have the responsibility to examine what we think we know. We will not be perfect. It will not always be what we wish it to be, but it will be our brave space together and we will work on it side by side. And that's by Beth Strana.
brave space and courage in this endeavor that we're engaged with. Time for walking. Yeah, and wishes that you honor that opportunity too. I think Bonte spoke about originally that being tea time. Well, I beg to differ. (laughs) It's time to be moving the body in moving meditation. So we'll see you throughout the day. Have a good day of practice.